Hey, hey, everybody, it's Allison Caps again. Thank you so much for tuning in to this edition of the Ultimate Journey of Self-Care on this Tuesday morning. I hope wherever you are, you're doing something fun and positive for yourself. So I always love when I can connect with another fitness pro because we always have really interesting conversations, not just about what we do and you know what our day-to-day looks like and, and what our clients tell us and all that kind of stuff. But what I really like about talking to other fitness pros is just kind of getting their take on fitness and activity and the trends and, you know, how best these messages can really serve the public in a much better way. And I think really since the, I mean, obviously since 2020, it's been kind of an uphill battle for the health and fitness industry in general, but I really believe deep down in my soul that there's really not a more important time for people to prioritize their health and fitness than now. So, um, so it's my pleasure today to have Chad Austin. He and I were able to connect online. He is also a fitness pro. He's a trainer and he calls himself a consistency coach, which I love. He is the author of Make Fitness a Priority series, which is super cool. We're going to talk about that. And he's also the owner of Priority Fitness. That's the name of his business. So Chad, thank you so much for joining me today. Absolutely. Thanks for having me on. Awesome. Awesome. So tell my audience a little bit first about kind of your background. I know all of us in fitness kind of have a unique story. Um, and a lot of fitness pros I talk to kind of, you know, end up doing their own thing. Um, not really, it's something they plan to do. They just end up doing it and it works. So I always like to hear what other people's stories are. Yeah, I, I kind of have a similar story to that. Yeah. It, uh, personal training is my second career. I was a, a PE teacher and wrestling coach for three years out of after college. I've been a oh. personal trainer now for about 15 years. It's something okay. I kind of stumbled across and it just ended up being an even better fit for me. And so uh, I've been doing it for about 15 years now, just outside of Kansas City. Oh, okay. Kansas City, Missouri. Okay, right. Mm-hmm. In the middle of the yep. heartland. Yeah, I love it. Yep. <laughs> so you said you were a wrestling coach. Did you wrestle through high school and college then? Yes. Yes, okay. I did. I, or, yeah. So four years in high school, four years in college. I was definitely uh, uh, wrestling was life for me when I was going through wow. school. Wow. Where'd so, you go to school? So, luckily, uh, um, Burlington, Kansas, and then uh, Pitt State, Pittsburgh oh. State. Oh, got yep. it. Okay. Awesome. Mm-hmm. Okay. Cool. Well, you know, I, I, I think being a, a college athlete, you probably have a pretty unique take on not just fitness in general, but like the structure that goes with training and the habits and everything. What the, you know, when, anytime I talk to another athlete, I was a swimmer, by the way. And anytime mm-hmm. I talk to another athlete, that's really what jumps out at me in the conversation. It's more than just the workouts and all that. It's, it's the whole habit building around it. And, um, mm-hmm. and what, what I think we, we tend to do as we get older and we get into other parts of our lives as those we know, we don't really let those habits go. And I think that really lays a, a pretty consistent groundwork for us. Yeah, it does. I think, uh, if anything that sports teach us is how to mm-hmm. go through adversity, how to fight Absolutely. through tough times and yeah. how to work through struggle. And, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, and that's definitely a very important life skill. That you totally. got to have too, no matter no matter what you're trying to do in life. Yeah, and so that, that's absolutely. definitely an underrated skill we get from sports. Yeah. So you said you've been a, a trainer for about 15 years. You've had your own business that long. Yeah, well, I've had my own business for the past 10, or I okay. guess uh, 2010. I started my own business. I worked at a, a 24 hour fitness for four years when I first got started. Ah, uh, hear you. Yeah, I worked for a chain of health clubs too for three years. I was the general manager, and we had a couple of locations. And, you know, it's interesting, you learn a lot in an environment like that because you see, 
you obviously come in contact with all different kinds of people and what they need and, you know, what's good for them, what's not good for them. But I think the, what really stood out to me more was the things that really didn't happen the way that they should. And, Mm -hmm. you know, the fact that there were so many people that just, I think, and even to this day, I think just really need more personalized attention. And in a big gym environment, it's really hard to do that. Yeah, I, I agree. I definitely, um, think anyone that has their own or fitness is, is ours, but anyone that has their own business where they've left a company and started their own thing. They did it because they've learned more ways they can make an impact. Totally. I think in fitness, fitness, it's all about what have you done lately? It's all, mm-hmm. it's all about instant gratification. I mean, we're mm-hmm. definitely, we're definitely outnumbered by the mm-hmm. desire for instant gratification and the, and the products and promises out there of fast mm-hmm. results with little or no work. Yeah. And so uh, it's, it's definitely uh, that's how my whole make fitness a priority came around. It's a, it's about long term fitness, trying to keep Absolutely. it on a big picture, trying to keep a, trying to get off the roller coaster that people oh, get on yes. uh, when life changes, and teaching them how to really figure out how life. I'd, I'd like to think of myself as more more my, what my niche is. I mean, I've I've, I've been an athlete. I've worked uh, with all kinds of different mm-hmm. fitness levels. But really where I make an impact is I help people figure out how fitness fits in their life. Oh, I love that. You're totally speaking my language because one of the things that I always tell people, and I'd just be curious to hear, get your take on this is, is, you know, one of the most common false beliefs I hear from people, and you probably hear it too, is, well, I'm so busy. I don't have time. I've overscheduled. I don't know how I can work in an hour or whatever, but people always find time for social media and you know, all, you know, all the other things that they, you know, that, that they make a priority, but, but I would love to get your thoughts on, you know, let's say somebody only has like 15 minutes, literally. I mean, let's say it's, that's just the way their life is. You know, people don't think about the fact that you can still do a lot of things in 15 minutes. You can really make that time count. Oh yeah. This, this is a, this is a passion question for me right here. This mm-hmm. is a, this is how a lot of my, uh, how I've evolved as a trainer. You know what? Mm-hmm. I think uh, that's the easiest excuse, whether fitness aside, whether it's fitness or not, I'm too totally. busy. That's our, it's our easiest, our go-to excuse for everything. But you totally. know what I found? You know what I've found that I'm too busy really means when it comes to fitness? I don't, when, I when don't I'm not making time us, for it. Right. Yeah. Well, what, well, what it means a lot of times, a lot of times it just, it's an easy excuse, but a lot of times what it means is I'm too busy to work out like I used to. And oh, so when life, that. Yeah, when life changes mm-hmm. and we no longer have all the time we used to, it doesn't, fitness doesn't fit in our life anymore. It's like yeah. we already have the bar set. And mm-hmm. so doing less than we did before yeah. is like, we're doing something wrong or not doing yeah. enough. And or so it it's, it's hard for people, right. right? It's too hard for people to throw that out the window and just think, yeah. how does it fit right yeah. now? Just because yeah. just because it's less does not mean that it's less of a priority. Yeah. It just means it fits different. Yeah. Well, and it's, it's, it's about like, I talk about this a lot with my coach a lot when we, when we're talking about like the, you know, the right mindset that you want to have around say a new business idea or a new personal goal or whatever, you know, we get really attached to what we think the outcome should look like. And I think the key, especially as we get older and our lives change and our priorities change and whatever, is that we be open to believing that the result that we want could actually come in another way. And I think a lot of that can apply to fitness too. Yeah, that we get we get attached to what the outcomes post look like. That uh, that that's a good sentence right there. That that definitely applies to everybody. We you have to be able to throw Plan A out the window and mm-hmm. and uh, find a new way. Sometimes. Yeah. Well, you know, I just think that we're so focused on how we think things should be. I really think that 
you know, we're, we're taught and we see, you know, especially if you're on social media, you see that, you know, you do A, B, and C that you should arrive at point D with no problem, you know, and, and it, it's not always like that. Yeah, it kind of comes with our personality sometimes too. My my wife, uh, when she was growing up, my uh-huh. uh, my mother in law always told her it's it's not wrong, it's just different. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> because she would be. But I think sometimes we we forget that simple rule. I mean, just because it didn't work out exactly the way you wanted, doesn't mean you still can't get to your goal. It just mm-hmm. may their their path there may look different. Oh, totally, totally. So, so let's shift gears a little bit and let's kind of address this. Um, I don't want to call it the pink elephant in the room, but the, but you know, the kind of the center of the conversation here around making fitness a priority. Do you have like a rule of thumb that you usually follow every day? Is it like a belief system or is it just a practice or a process? I mean, how would you define that? Uh, well, I know that, uh, there, there's a lot. There's a lot of uh, things I have to this, but when people first get started, mm-hmm. um, I just ha- they, they have to know that uh, fitness is not one size fits all, and uh, so that's the problem absolutely. with a lot of programs out there. Mm-hmm. Um, it's designed. It's exact same for everyone that does it, and that's just not realistic because it, it has to fit. What you do for fitness has absolutely. to fit in your life. If it doesn't mm-hmm. fit, it won't be there very long. So you you yeah. have to always remember you can't fit a square peg in a round hole. And yeah. so I always have people when they get started, the first question they need to answer is how does fitness fit in my life right now? What's it look like? And so mm-hmm. it, when someone comes in and out of our schedule mm-hmm. and, you know, and they're, they're come to me because uh, they got great results with me before. And now they've kind of lost a little bit of that. They want my help to get them back on track, uh-huh. but a lot of things have changed in their life and their life looks different now. And mm-hmm. so we're not picking up where we left off. We're starting with what makes sense for you right now. And that's yeah. that's a very important thing. When any anytime someone's getting started, I think they have to answer that question. How's fitness yeah. fit right now? Absolutely. I could not agree more with that. I I see so many people, you know, start and they're like almost like the weekend warrior on steroids. You know, it's yeah, it's let's let's do the hour today and let's do the hour tomorrow and let's just hit it hard. It's that kind of that all or nothing mentality. And I yeah. think, I think you know, what's, what's really important and what are, what really jumped out at me with what you just said was, is that you've got to start with where you are, you know, you just, Mm -hmm. you know, you have to, if all you've got is 10 minutes or 15 minutes and let's work with that, you know, and then let's work to change that. If that's, if that's indeed what it is that you want. Yeah. And I I tell people, you know, the the two questions I have people answer when they first get started is how does fitness fit in my life right now? And how much accountability do I need right now? And Mm -hmm. these answers you may answer every time you restart, or if you're kind of trying to dial back in, you may answer them differently. And so there's no wrong answer. The only way you can answer it wrong is just not be honest with yourself. Yeah. But you you have to be honest with yourself to answer those questions, but there's no wrong answer. It's just this yeah. is how you get started yeah. with something that's going to stick. Yeah. Well, and it's it, it has to be individual, you know, and customized because, mm-hmm. um, you know, so many people have, you know, movement issues or, you know, injuries or health conditions or whatever. And, you know, all of that has to be factored in. Yeah. And what, what worked for someone else is not necessarily going to work for you. And what worked for you in the past may not work for you now. Yes. I love that. I love that. I feel like social media really doesn't help us with that. We just, you know, you scroll through Instagram or Facebook and all you see is somebody, you know, doing some crazy ab workout and they end up with, oh, I got, I did this and I got a six pack and they don't talk about anything else. And I mean, yeah. that's what people really think, you know, at least not that's everybody, why I that's hate... what a lot of people really think. Yeah. That's why, that's why I, my testimonials, I, I hardly ever do a before and after picture. I mean, yeah. sometimes I will, but there's always going to be a story because yes. uh, before and after pictures just make it seem like 
there was no hard work involved. Like yeah. it was easy to get right. there. Right. And that's not realistic. It, yeah. there, there was a lot of work that went in between those two pictures yeah. and you can't discount that. Well, and I think what what so many people need to stop and think about, you know, the people who are consistently stopping and starting, you know, the mm-hmm. the people who are all in, you know, like the almost like the people who get on the bandwagon in January because it's the new year, right? We used to call that the Christmas season um, yeah. when I worked for the chain of health clubs way back a long time ago. Um, you know, what we find is that people are just so like, so focused and so like all in that they don't stop to think about what is this really going to look like in my life, like six months down the road. So the first week that they have like a commitment or a conflict or they get sick or something and they get off track, then they lose all their motivation. I always always think part of my job is to help people realize that what you're doing here, I mean, we want to get long-term success and you want to get your your short-term goals of weight loss and everything else that got you in the door. But if you do fitness right, it should improve your entire life. It should translate across the board. It should make you better as a partner for your spouse. It should make you better in your job, should make you better as just all everything you do. It should make you better. But if you try to fit something that doesn't fit, Mm -hmm. it will actually hurt all those other things. Yeah. And so if you do it, if you you can do it wrong and it does Mm -hmm. you no good, but if Mm -hmm. you do it right, it can improve your entire life. Yeah. And not to mention how much it increases, like what I like to call the intangibles, you know, like like your confidence and your, you know, your stick-to-itiveness and your perseverance and all the things, all the the qualities that that, you know, to put it your way, that really show up in the other areas of your life. Yeah, all the non-scalable wins, right? Yeah, I love it. Love that. I love how you call that non-scalable. I might have to steal that. So okay. So you know, one of my personal beliefs around fitness, um, and I've been in fitness since I was in college, it's like close to 30 years ago now, I'm probably dating myself when I say that, but you know, what I have personally always believed. And one of the things I talk about a lot in my messaging is that the goal is to be fit and healthy for a lifetime. Now, a lot of people think fitness has to do with how you look in the mirror or, you know, what size you are or whatever. But to me, it's about, moving, you know, continuing to be able to move in the way that your body's intended to move because we're created to move. We're not created to sit still. So I would love to get your thoughts around that. So I've got a cool invitation for you. Ever since the pandemic turned the health and fitness and wellness industry on its collective head, what I'm feeling called to do now is to help health and fitness entrepreneurs build and innovate and grow in their businesses. And I've opened up a brand new community on Facebook, and I would love for you to come over and join me there. So if you are a business owner, if you are working on a brand new idea, if you're developing a new product, or if you're feeling called to serve at a higher level within the health and fitness and wellness space in the collective, I want to invite you to come over and join me there. Join me over in my Innovate and Grow for fitness and wellness professionals in the coaching space on Facebook. I would love to have you there. We've got lots of really fun things going on in there. I've got my weekly live show that I do every Wednesday at noon where I give away real informative business tips, the real stuff, folks. This isn't just some cheesy sales strategy. Come over and join me and innovate and grow for fitness and health wellness entrepreneurs on Facebook so that you don't miss any of the action. I will see you there. Yeah, I, I agree with that. And I think that's how that's how I have changed uh, myself. Mm-hmm. I think at, at one point my it it came about my 
how how I looked exteriorly, you know, it was probably my main motivation at the beginning to be strong and and to be lean. Um, but it, but then it kind of shifted to where because um, I'm definitely an introvert, and uh-huh. I, but I I've become I've found a skill in myself that I can be a very good speaker and leader sure. and motivator. And so, and so, but that, that takes a lot of energy for me being an introvert, but I do mm. the best at it when I take care of myself. Of course. And, but then a lot of my clients I have, I know their goals for fitness have nothing to do with those things. And it's more about being able to live pain-free and being yeah. able to be active, being able yeah. to be an active grandparent yeah. or, yeah. or, you know, so the fitness really, what you get for fitness is different for everybody. It looks different. And so there's definitely a misperception um, that I know my dad, who's in his seventies now, you know, his goal is all about being able to live pain-free and, yeah. and be able to move without yeah. pain and do everything yeah. he used to. But for the longest time, he wouldn't let me train him because he had this idea that personal training meant bodybuilding. Yeah, and yeah. I think a lot of people that think for that. him. Yeah. yeah. And, and, and it's different for everybody. Everyone, mm-hmm. Everyone's uh, fitness looks different as what, mm-hmm. about what they want to get out of it. Yeah. What do you think deep down? I'm just curious here. What do you think deep down people are thinking like once they hit 40, 45 and 50 when it comes to fitness and activity? What do you think? What do you think really motivates them to keep doing it? And what do you think really frightens them about it? Oh, I think what, well, I know what uh, makes them stop mm-hmm. is that, or, or a lot of, a lot of people makes them stop is that they, they get to a point where they think eventually they're too old to do things. Mm-hmm. And uh, well, I, I love this saying, yeah. yeah, it is. And, and I love this saying, it's a, like, you don't, you don't stop working out as you age, you yeah. age when you stop working out. Oh, I love that. That is yeah. so true. And I think, you, that's why you de- you don't stop moving. That's why they say uh, sitting is the new smoking. I, I have a yeah. chiropractor. That's his favorite thing. But it I mean, is. it is. It's you lose your range of motion. You lose yep. your ability to yep. to move when you when you start thinking that you can't do it anymore. When you think you're you're that. Uh, but age is just a number, and it's and it's uh, if anything, that should be your your motivation to keep moving, and yeah. so that you don't uh, lose anything. Yeah, is that what you find among your clients to be like the primary driver? Uh, yeah, to be well, to be able to keep their range of motion, to be able to keep their activity level and everything as they used to. I would, yeah. but I definitely to feel think, good uh, and have energy and all of that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Cool, awesome. So, um, let's see. Talk to me a little bit about your book series because you, before we got on the air here, you said you were talking about your. You you have a book called Make Fitness a Priority, and it's actually a series. Yeah. And so Priority Fitness, my studio is named after this book series. And so I have Make Fitness a Priority, How to Win the Fight Against Your Excuses. That was my first one in 2016. And then it became a six-week workbook. And then uh, in 2020, we wrote a a tip book, Make Fitness a Priority, um, How to Elevate Your Life Through Fitness, uh, co-wrote with another trainer when uh, during our pandemic years. Uh Um, that we're hopefully reaching the end of now, uh, yeah. but they're all about long-term success and how to uh, how to kind of change your mentality for how to get as fast and easy results as you can, and to uh-huh. be more realistic and think of how can I improve my quality of life for the rest of my life. And so, yeah. and uh, but the way the book series came about, um, I, I I knew I was going to do something about long-term success because I, I was tired of seeing people just get short-term results. Yeah, and not, or not like buy my six-week six-week boot camp or six-week detox or some crap like that, right? 
Yeah. I think every, yeah. every fitness professional that becomes a career fitness professional, I think you eventually realize that, you know, I got it. I, I get, it's not about the short-term goals. I got people in the door. It's about totally. how I can help them long-term. Right. Totally. Uh, but make fitness a priority. It came about, I, I did an online question. I just asked people what their top priorities in life were. And I had mm-hmm. as many people ask, answer this question as I could. And the top answers were always family, career, faith. Those, those mm-hmm. type of answers, but nobody ever said fitness. Yeah. And after doing some more diving into it, I just kind of realized that it's because of when life changes, we're very good at adapting to change when it comes to our family and career. We're mm-hmm. terrible when it comes to our health and fitness Absolutely. always becomes the thing we're going to get to later. We yeah. think we're too yeah. busy now because we can't look like it did used to, like it used to because my life's different. So that just means I'm too busy. I'll get to it later. Like it's like yeah, it's too gonna hard. It's later. too complicated. Mm-hmm. I, I'm just I'm too old. Like you said, I'm too old for that. That ship has sailed. You know, whatever. Right. Right. And so it, the whole the, the whole uh, mission is to kind of help people realize that even mm-hmm. though they're busy, they can still make fitness a priority now. Yeah. And that's how they improve all aspects of their life. Well, one of my one of my favorite sayings um, is we get really good at what we do often. And, mm-hmm. you know, you can get good at making excuses or making something not a priority as much as you can making it a priority. Yeah. You know, I'm, I'm an avid obstacle racer and I think yeah. I have been really since I became a trainer. Uh-huh. And I think a part of it that brought me to that is because, you know, we, we, as trainers, we help people overcome obstacles for a of living. Of course. Yeah. Right. And so, I mean, you could basically any sentence, you could take the word obstacle out and put it in excuses. It means mm-hmm. exact same thing. I and so that. I, I yeah. and I think any, anytime you come up to an obstacle, just as, just as an excuse, you can either mm-hmm. find a way you can either overcome the obstacle or the obstacle can overcome you. So either yeah. find a way or find a reason that, that it beats you. And, yeah, so and you just have to decide what you want to think about and what you want it to mean too, you know? Yeah. 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 Cause a lot of people like, depending on like how, you know, if they've really made up their mind, that obstacle is going to keep them from getting to where it is that they want to be. Then I think also part of our work as coaches is to kind of encourage them, look, what do you want this to mean? I mean, we just have to find a workaround, you know, and think a different way about it. And sometimes that's all people need in order to really see that there is another way to get there. Yeah. I think as we were talking about sports earlier, that is, that is an important skill to learn yeah. just by, just to make fitness a part of your life always. Cause there's, there's always going to be times, um, I mean, we can always, we can always help our clients deal with the excuses that we know are coming, the obstacles, the conflicts that we know are coming because of, of the track history, yeah. but there's still going to be curveballs all the yeah. time. And yeah. so, and you have to be able to have a no matter what mentality. And so yeah. you're like, just like you do with your top client or your, or your family members, you're never going to miss something that's important with your job or your family. You have to treat your workout and your fitness routine the same way for yourself. You have to put yourself that way. So you're, you yeah. have to keep yourself, you make yourself your most important client. Yeah, absolutely. I say the same thing. It's like, and just, you know, as far as not even just your workouts, but like the short bits of time that you can work in during the day, like the 10 minute walk, you can take at lunch and the five minutes you can take to take the stairs instead of the elevator or carrying your grocery bags instead of putting them in a cart. You know, it's, it's literally, sometimes you have to write those things down, like their appointments with yourself, you know, and you yeah. have to just train your brain to think of it. Like this is an important commitment. Yeah, absolutely. And then abs- and as you said earlier, it becomes a habit. 
Yeah. It becomes you be it, it becomes not only a habit but an identity change. Yeah. It's not it's not it's not something that you do once in a while. You become yeah. that person that always Absolutely. finds a way to get their workout yeah. in and always you become sticks to the person where it's important, right? That's that's how it becomes a priority. That's how it becomes long term. Yeah, I love that. I love that. I love that whole way of thinking. I think there's a lot of people listening to this right now that will find that incredibly valuable. So, so before we wrap up, can you offer just some easy, quick tips? Like, I don't know, three or four of your favorite tips for, you know, to help people, you know, what, what can they work into their day? That's really simple. Uh, well, I would, I would tell them first, just to start with the clean slate for one. I mean, the getting started, you know, the heaviest weight in the gym is the front door. So sometimes yeah. <laughs> get rid of your preconceived notions that you don't have time right now, or because it has to look like it did before when you were in the best shape of your life, it does throw out that notion and you're starting from scratch. What it has to fit what you're doing. You have to be able to, if you're not consistent, you're not going to get any results. Yeah. So how does, what fits best in your life right now? Maybe you used to do an hour and a half, five days a week, but now it's going to be 30 minutes, three days a week. You know yeah. what? It, if, yeah. if that becomes consistent, you're still making fitness a priority and you're improving your life through fitness. So I would mm -hmm. say at first, what fits right now? Yeah. Answer that question, honestly. Yeah. Uh, and then, and then know that also the, I mean, the, I think the most important thing starting out is know that making fitness a priority in your life is there's nothing about that that requires you being perfect. Yeah. So you're, you're never going to get a hundred percent every week. There's yeah. going to be things, there's going to be curveballs and roadblocks that you're going to have to overcome and, and navigate through. And some days you'll, you'll handle it masterfully. And some yeah. days you won't yeah. at the end of the week, you just decide, you know, if, did I get all my workouts in? No. Okay. Yeah. Well then why didn't I, how could I do better next yeah. week? And it's when that you're always going to learn something about yourself, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You just have to have that same mentality you do with everything else that's important in your life, like your family and your career, your faith attack it the same way and you're going to get better and better at it. But, you, but you know, the one thing with fitness professionals, you know, we hate new year's resolutions. It seemed like that was starting to come up in our conversation earlier, but we, we hate new year's resolutions because of the negativity. Totally. I think uh, all for all fitness professionals, we hate that there's stats that at six weeks, 90% of people drop fail. out. Yeah. And, or people well, and, join and dip, yeah. give it a week and then they never come back, you know? Uh, and I want to know why that means they're failures. Yeah. Who determines my failure? Yeah. So if right. I so you're telling me I miss one workout, I failed for the whole year. I might as well just wait till next year and start over. Is that yeah, I mean that's, that's, just, that's why they don't that make that any makes sense. sense. <laughs> yeah. So just right. know that failing the first time you fail, it's inevitable. Yeah. By the way, we're going to fail. You're going yeah. to miss workouts from time to time. You're going to make mistakes. It doesn't end your journey. It yeah. Doesn't end your fitness story. What what end what defines you is how you respond. Yeah. And so my, my parents always told me great advice when I was as an athlete, whenever I made a mistake and so that I, I would have a bad habit of dwelling on my mistake yeah, and they would just yeah. prolong it. And so then my dad always told me, he goes, it's what you do next that counts. Yeah, and I always apply that in fitness. Yeah. yeah. And so if you make a mistake, if you, and you're, you can't beat yourself up, it's already gone. Just yeah. how are you going to respond? How are you going to get back? I think on honestly, I think a lot of people live there. You know, we, we get, uh -huh. we're, we're always so hard on ourselves. You know, we just, a lot of people just beat themselves up. Well, I should have done better. I should have known better. And I'm just, I think people learning to cut themselves some slack ultimately is like, you know, you're giving a nod and saying, okay, let's keep going. Right. Yeah. You yeah. have to just know from the beginning that your, your expectation should not be to be perfect because you're, you're setting yourself up to fail. Your expectation yeah. should be to just keep getting better. That's right. And what can you learn from it? Right. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah. Awesome. I love that. So let's say someone out there is listening and they're already like getting excited thinking, wow, I've never been able to stick to something. And maybe this is really the ticket. What's one thing you could tell them to start with today? Uh, well, go to makefitnessapriority.com. <laughs> if you liked our if you liked our conversations today uh-huh. between me and Allison, uh-huh. uh, if you and you want to get off of the roller coaster of being sucked into instant gratification and doing something that doesn't fit, only to be only to have temporary results that are just an illusion and have to yeah. start over another couple months. If you want to mm-hmm. find something that sticks, then it has a, you have to figure out what fits in your life. That is my strength is helping people figure out what fits in their life. And so you can go oh, to makefitnesspriority.com and uh, all my books are on Amazon, you, but you can find me there and I'll help you figure out how to get started, how to get okay. started and, yeah. uh, and have a strategy session. Yeah. Love it. I love it. I really think, you know, based on, you know, the last two and a half years or however long, you know, the pandemic's been going on in, in most places, you know, I really think as fitness professionals, we have such a huge opportunity to really present what we do in a very innovative way. And I just feel like, you know, this make it a priority, make it fit into your life now, meet you where you are. These are all like really unique phrases that you just don't hear a lot of people talking about. So I want to give you props for that. I think that's really, really, really key, especially now. Oh, thank you. I I mean, I think uh, any of us that are in a when we're in a profession of helping people, I mean, fitness professionals, we are in a profession of helping people and anyone that really cares in a profession of helping people, then our, our idea of being a hero we want to make an impact on our clients long after our relationship is over. Absolutely. Right? Yeah. And so, I mean, we want to make you a fisherman. Yep. <laughs> and so, yeah. so that, you know, that you can learn that not, we're not just going to feed you. We want you to learn how to do it and be able to do it masterfully without us. And so yeah. and that, those are how I attack every client. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. I love that. So, so make fitness a priority. Is that the best place where people can find you? That's the best place for people to get started. Go to makefitnessapriority.com. You can find all of my books on Amazon too, just under Make Fitness a Priority. And Make Fitness a Priority is is where you'll find me on Facebook and Instagram as well. And so I try to have regular regular motivation and tips and such Mm -hmm. things like that out there too. Oh, super. Okay. Well, great. Well, all of that is in the show notes for any of you listening. So if you're you're feeling like this could really work, reach out to Chad, connect with him, take advantage of that strategy session, see um, how you can make that work. So Chad, thank you so much for joining me today. I appreciate it. Absolutely. Thanks for having me on. Outstanding. Awesome. So, and like I said, if anyone out there wants to connect with Chad, please do so. Just go to his website. You'll find that in the show notes or connect with him on his social media channels or go to head over to Amazon and check out his books. And if you are a fitness and health or wellness or coaching entrepreneur out there, and you're thinking about how you can rebrand yourself, how you can create a new message, how you can create a new offer. Uh, if you listen to, if you, you got something out of this conversation, there were a lot of unique phrases that were kind of jumping out that you're just not hearing a lot of people talk about. Um, and this is really the key to helping you stand out online and um, really creating an online footprint and creating a movement is what I really like to call it. Um, Come over and join me in my Facebook group for fitness and coaching and health and wellness professionals, innovate and grow for health and fitness and wellness professionals. Um, My unique signature business accelerator program, the Innovate Academy helps you do this Uh, right from the start. I built my business pretty much from the ground up and now have clients and consumers pretty much all over the world because of my online footprint. So if you think that could be helpful for you, please come over and join me there. Um, And 
Like before I sign off, I want to plug our sponsor real quick. Um, we are proud to be sponsored by Bowie Hydration. Um, you know, in the words of the Bowie founders, they felt like hydration needed a makeover. And so you can take advantage of this unique little squeeze bottle that you can keep in your purse, your backpack, your training bag, your whatever. And just one squirt in your water helps you retain not just more fluid, but more of those key essential electrolytes, which keep our body moving in the way that it is intended. Thank you so much for all of your support of the ultimate journey of self-care. I really appreciate uh, you continuing to tune in and share my message every week. We seems like we reach more people. We get more and more downloads and we're heard all over the world. Um, and in August, we're going to turn three, which is pretty exciting. So, so this is Allison Katzkowski with the ultimate journey of self-care. You are one step closer to living your ultimate life. So make it a good one. 